0: So guys, I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, and I found something that I think is really interesting. So it said, the tweet, I started dying of laughter. When, <laughs> um, a man is dealing with two women. One he lies to, and the other one he is completely honest with. Which one does he love?
1: Oh shit. You answer first. Himself? No, but that's not an option.
0: What? He is literally <laughs> dealing with two women right now, right? And he's literally being defiant to both of them, but he's keeping both of them. so who is he really who does he really love? He only loves himself if he's keeping both women to keep himself happy?
1: so I think I think he loves the one that he's lying to. And the reason why I say that is because he's portraying this life that he doesn't actually live to impress her. So he's lying to her about like who he really is, how he's living, et cetera, because he wants to make sure he keeps her. I feel like people, when they're honest with someone, it's probably because like they're ready to risk it all. Like the person may not like what they're being honest about. So I feel like whoever you lie to and I feel like we all do that, no? Like when you first start talking to someone, you may like lie about some things. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> or not not lie, but like you omit certain things. Okay. Until you're ready okay, to say yes, the and like Little yeah. by little, you feel. them. I'm not omitting.
0: it. I'm just learning how to open up. I'm not going to be like,
1: oh, first well, date. Well, that's my point. <laughs> like, like no. you don't really say the f- honest truth at the very beginning. So that's what I'm saying. I think he, You give him
2: little bits and pieces. Like, you don't give them all at once.
1: I think he I loves think, the one he's lying to. Okay. I, I think differently. But,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I was going to say the same thing. I think that the one that he's stringing along— While he's meeting whatever other
0: person, I feel like that's the one that he loves. So why is it cliche that he can't love the one that he's being completely honest to? Uh,
1: That's a rare find. I don't know. I just, that's just my take on it. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. That was a good one, Diana. Thank you for that. You're absolutely welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We could get started. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Julie. I'm Diana. I'm Eliana. Welcome to episode four already, damn. Um, so today is another special episode. We actually have one of my dear friends with us today. His name is Glenn. Say hey, Glenn.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like you maybe you would always say How did you listen? <laughs> hello, <everyone. laughs> hi
1: to
3: everyone. Hi. Hello,
0: going? hello. Welcome. Thank uh, you for having me. And we're happy to have you here.
3: Absolutely, I appreciate it.
0: Are you ready to be in the hot seat?
3: Oh, absolutely. I've always <laughs> listening to Nomi for some years now.
0: So. It's going to be an interesting
1: episode. That's you know, why I chose him for I'm this episode. I'm always the one
3: in Yeah. <laughs> That's, why.
1: That's why I chose him for this episode. So today we're going to be talking about different points of views with men and women, um, specifically about success and intimidation. So let's get right into it. What do you think success means to a man?
3: Success. Um, are we referencing in terms of a relationship or just like or life period? I yeah, think in, just general, in like, general, in general, and then we're gonna
1: kind of drill you with some more questions.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for success as a man, I think it's just the overall aspect of where his life is going. Um, his relationship aspect, his job. Like the number one thing for a man, honestly, that women don't know is his financial state of mind. Mm. So, like, if a man's financially not successful, his relationship can fall because he's not happy with himself a lot of times men associate money wealth uh career with how they're driven in their life which can cause whatever happens in the house so i think that uh, success as a man starts with his career starts with what he wants to do then it trickles down to everything else but like family wise wife kids etc Things like that. Let me
0: take some notes. Hold on. That's a <laughs> lot.
3: Yeah, nah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, men are driven. We're not driven by the same exact things. Like, we're driven by dominance a lot of times. So oh, we're going to get into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. men are driven by the aspect of being dominant. So, a lot of times what happens is if your career is not going as successful as you want it to be, you're coming home with attitudes. You're coming mm-hmm. home with things that don't really feel right. And now it's trickling down to your relationship. The person that's supposed to be holding you down the most is now becoming... Not your enemy, but you're not really sitting there and you're not indulging in the type of conversations in life that you're supposed to be having with her because you're not happy in your personal life. So Mm -hmm. success to me, like to answer the question, success as a man, it just really comes down to like where you are career wise. Mm -hmm. Then it trickles down into uh, where you are personally. And then it's like where you are with your girlfriend, Mm -hmm. kids, family, et cetera.
0: Okay. Very good. That was an amazing answer.
3: Thank you. Very well. I'm like, I can skip the next four questions. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even mean to. You know how you can talk. You know No, no, no. (laughs) I'm talking to No,
1: no, no. no, It's fine. But I guess to kind of drill down on the relationship part, and I think Diana had mentioned this when we were talking about this episode, that what does success mean in a relationship? So Diana mentioned that a guy may see a successful relationship as the girl not being, like, a little hoe, not being for the streets. Like, would you consider that, like, success in a relationship that... I said you found a good one, but because she's not this type of girl.
3: No, not necessarily, because that has really nothing to do with the successfulness. Because that's a preference. That's more of a preference. Like, Mm. Uh some men may want a girl that's a little outside. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Some men may want a girl that's a little uh, promiscuous outside. I... Personally, don't. But (laughs) but every man is different, so that's more of a preference. So to say, did you find the the, your most successful relationship because your your woman wants to be quote unquote inside, kind of calmer than what you are? Not necessarily, because you can have a successful relationship with like me. I'm somebody that I'm often on the scene, Mm -hmm. so a lot of times if I was if I was to date a woman that was like me, or a date a woman, so I have dated a woman that wasn't like me. She was the quite opposite. Yeah. At one point, the relationship was successful. Now, I've also entertained women that are more like me, and that's been successful too. So, the aspect of that, I don't think that that determines how successful the relationship is. And I also that's think, a it's,
1: yeah, and I also think where the man is in his life.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like
1: as we get older, we probably want someone who's more "quote unquote" inside or like mm-hmm. more focused on like having their own place or you know degrees and things like that, education versus like when we were younger, we probably wanted. Oh, let's be outside, like together to but
2: to get an idea of who you are, what mm-hmm. are you like in a relationship? Are you more of like the introvert? I know you said you like mm-hmm. to be on the scene.
1: Glenn is right? very much like me.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not right. the an I'm extrovert. Not. I'm extra, I'm very much of an extrovert and it kind of caused complications in my prior relationship because she wasn't she was somewhat of an introvert. So okay. She she was like a semi-introvert. Like if you once you got to know her. She's like extrovert, but okay. the an natural, extroverted introvert. Yeah, but the natural, like like me, I could go somewhere. I could, uh, what's his name? Joe. Joe. I, after we leave yeah. here, he, me and him could be cool, but immediately I'm that type of okay. energetic person. Or mm-hmm. her, on the other hand, was you get to know her, and then it's like, okay, now she's amazing. So. Yeah. Things like that. She
2: sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) she has to warm up to you.
3: Yeah, she does. She's just not open. She just doesn't let everyone in immediately. She has to, like, analyze
1: first and she
3: Once she's in, like, she's an extrovert with you now at that point. But me, I'm just naturally extroverted.
0: Okay. I feel like what I got out of that conversation, everything that you just said right now, is, like, a man has to find a proper balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I think talking about balance, I think we can also talk about, like, the two type of men that I think... Females identify.
3: Mm. Yeah, oh, I'm interested in this. I didn't know that y'all have identify uh, identifiers. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, You'd be
1: surprised. <laughs> I mean, Diana mentioned two types of men, but obviously there's multiple types of men. But I think these two really drill down to the success, and we're gonna get into intimidation. So I think the first type of man we can talk on is the man who is inspired by a woman's ambition and mindset. So what we mean by that is, you know, let's say from a female's perspective. You're dating a guy like who may not have as much as you have, who may not be in his career path as far as you are. And he's inspired by what you're doing. Um, He's like, you know how people say, oh, I want to be like you when I grow up, that type of thing. But like he's actually executing it. he's actually trying. Or do we think that he's just doing it to impress impress you or to be like, yo, like I'm on the same level as her. What do you guys think about that? Do you think he's doing it? like, purposeful, or he's just kind of, like...
2: I think initially, when a, a guy... When you're first getting to know a guy, I feel like a lot of times their goal is to impress you if they're truly interested. So, like, what you said before, maybe they might omit some facts, maybe they might exaggerate a certain thing, but it's in an effort to get to know that other person.
1: So I think it really just depends. So you think he would be executing, like... His vision and like being inspired by you, like he's gonna go and get that job that he wants and make that money. Yes. To get on your level. I've
2: seen both sides. I've seen okay. people I've seen people who are just like naturally inspired and driven, but I've also seen people who may exaggerate a little bit, but they have no actions to back up their words. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. okay. Your Dana, any comments on that? Um, I actually want to hear Glenn's opinion and then
0: I'm <laughs> going to trickle down on that cuz I I like the way you're thinking. So, so
3: Yeah, I appreciate that. So it's the aspect of it really comes down to the man. Right. Some men are driven by their woman. I'm I'm driven I'm both. Like I'm somebody personally that I can I'm driven by both. Me, I'm a natural go-getter myself. Right. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a uh, corporate hustler. Like I, that's how I think of life. Like since I was 18, I worked in a Bing. I was a head teller by the age of 20. So before I even got a college degree, I'm managing people with masters. So me, I'm a natural go getter. But I'm also in the aspect of my woman can drive me in multiple different ways, not just are we just we're just referring to career. Just anything,
1: anything, her success in general. Yeah. So
3: her success in general can drive me as well, even if I'm the more let's say I'm the more dominant financially wise. Mm -hmm. Right. If she has a, if she at least, if you could, if she could sit down with me and we, and she, her career path is 10 times better than mine. Right now, I may be the more dominant financially, but her career path may be better than mine. Her mindset Mm -hmm. is different. Yeah. Yeah. She can now drive me to another level as well. So it's like in a relationship, it's perfect when the person, when you you match each other's balance, you know Mm. what I mean? Like, okay. Cause people forget that in a really a relationship, it's really just about bettering the next person. It's not a competition. It, it's not a competition at all.
0: But I feel like some men can see it as a competition, and I feel like I've and I've and I've seen this personally where I see men are jealous. By a woman with mm. that type of ambition, with that type of success, that type like that type of drive,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and
0: I feel like that also causes a lot of like turmoil in their relationship or Absolutely. like trying to get to know one another. And I feel like a man, a man can feel very intimidated by that type of woman. So how does that work out?
3: It depends. Again, that's all about that individual man because he is uh, sometimes what women also don't understand in this in this perspective of. Uh, let's say financial dominance in a relationship. That's always because that's that's a very fun topic people talk about all year round. Is like when a woman makes more than a man. How does the man operate? Right. That also is driven by his outside circle, right? So mm-hmm. if he sees around all his other friends, all his homeboys, the closest ones to them are all financially higher than him, or they're more dominant in their relationship that may not necessarily be because of his woman. That may be becoming an outside factor that has mm. nothing to mm. do with mm. the woman. So that's what sometimes, like, in that conversation that there's, like, a lot of different variables to that. Because if his homies are all just the dominant figure in the relationship, but he has the relationship where his woman is, that's not his fault because mm. at the end of the day, the law, what brings people together is the law of attraction, which we can't define.
1: Mm. You can't
3: define the law of attraction. Sometimes well you sometimes you fall in, you could fall in love with anybody you know what i mean it could be the wrong person it could be the right person yeah. so if this person you just let, let's say i i fell in love with a musician a multi-million dollar musician and i'm still only making six figures yeah. now i'm still i'm nowhere near on who she is as a woman but at the end of the day i fell in love with you so i'm gonna be okay with that as long as you're okay with that you know what i mean so it it really just depends. But I, I know what you're referring to. A lot of men do take that on as a like a like because they feel because people what it is is financially in relationships. I think a lot of times that is what people think dictates it. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day, people think that the, the breadwinner is the, the alpha in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily mm-hmm. because you can show your alpha traits. And else ways, you know what I mean? So
2: Yeah. Eliana, did you have something to say? It it he kind of already said it. it but it's perfectly it, Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more so like the type of men a lot of I feel like society puts a pressure on men to be the dominant, to mm-hmm. be the alpha person. So you pretty much But women like, are getting it out here. So that's oh, for that, sure. that's that's
3: the thing that men are men can't no longer because we no longer live in that world where the woman makes less than a man. Like with the progression of the world, the the progression of race, the progression mm-hmm. of gender e- equality, women are getting it now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So women you have degrees like us now. There's, of course, still on the spectrum in the corporate world, you could tell that women still have a, a more uphill battle to climb than men. That is true. But it's not as big of a difference anymore, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Depending on what industry you're in. We're not talking about the NBA versus the WNBA, but we're talking about Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Women can go be financial advisors now. Women can go be whoever they want to be.
1: Women in IT, hello. Yes, women in
3: IT.
0: (laughs) Women in STEM.
3: Everything, like literally everything. Women can be doctors now. I remember remember probably when our parents were growing up, most women were only gotten to the level of being nurses, really, most likely. Mm -hmm. Now they're like the head doctors, the head Mm -hmm. practitioners, things like that. So with the progression of the world, men men have to understand that you may get in contact with a woman that will make Mm -hmm. way more than you. But I also think that women are more welcome. The thing is, welcoming women are more to welcoming to the, to, to the men making less than the man is welcoming to the woman yes. making more. That's, <laughs> that's the difference. Like, women will take on a... Because you, well, I feel like women are driven more by passion and emotion. Yes. So it's like it has nothing to do with your... Men think that it has everything to do with their finances. But the older I've grown up, the women, y'all just want somebody that's just really going to care about you. As yeah. long as he can provide. And uh, I'm not saying make... <laughs> I'm not saying make. I'm not saying he has to be out here making thirty k a year. and You're gonna love him, but as long as he has some kind of financial stability, mm-hmm. even if yours is more stable, more stable than his, as long as he's taking care of home, I feel like a lot of times that women will be acceptive of that. And mm-hmm. I don't think that that's always the opposite. Though, like right. a, a man can do everything and st- and she make more, and he still feel like nah. Like she could please him sexually, she could please him every other way, and he still would be like nah. Yeah. I don't make more money, but she's doing everything else. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have a question mm-hmm.
0: based on everything that you just said. Are you turned on by a
3: woman's success? Oh, absolutely. Really? Oh, absolutely. A
1: thousand percent.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, me personally? Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry. I keep walking away. From, I keep moving away. Um, uh, one thousand percent. One thousand percent because it's like, let's build an empire. You know what I mean? Like one of my boys is home right now for the weekend with his wife and they're staying at my crib. And me and him were even just talking about certain things like that. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how fast I would get back in a relationship because I want my woman to understand our next five to 10 year plan is to get money together. So that at 40, because I'm 30 now, so at 40, we're done. Right. Like we're, we're the kids are the kids are, mm-hmm. the kids see us every day, all of that. So I'm driven by that because... The more money in the house, the better, the better, the faster we could get to the bigger things, the traveling, the, the kids, not warm, the not having a way You the know what I'm pressing. saying? So if I can do that myself, yeah, I can probably become a millionaire by 40 if I really put my mind to it. Cool. But what happens if you have the mindset of being a millionaire, too? So now we go, if I make two million, you make two million, we got four million. I make five million, you make five million, we got 10 million. So you know what I mean? So, But she has to be open to that because I don't think women are always open to that.
0: Maybe, we'll
3: see. Uh, all right, Glenn, all right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying a lot. A lot. I all of... know, that's
0: the second nerve it's that
1: he hits. It's three against one right now. <laughs> I'm just second it's nerve that he hits, but <laughs> it's okay. We'll, we'll move on,
3: we'll move on. I was just asking. We'll just move on. Saying. It's okay, it's okay. Um,
1: depends. So, I guess to touch on the type two man, and we kind of touched on this already, but um, how about those men that are intimidated And they have nothing good going on for themselves. So I feel like a lot of times, and I personally have dealt with this, with a man who is intimidated or has been intimidated by my success. And they kind of just drown in their emotions. They drown in the fact that, oh, like, I'm never going to be on her level. Oh, I can never get to this. Like, I don't know why, you know, this always happens to me. I keep failing this and that. They just, like, drown in the fact that they cannot be successful, not even to my level, but just successful, period. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's driven by intimidation of the woman or just like a self thing? And I'm going to let the women answer first because that...
3: <laughs> no, oh, no you, you said This is your podcast. <laughs> this is your like... What do you guys think? Y'all can tell me when they answer so.
2: <laughs> I think it's both because one, again, it kind of ties into like the man wanting to be the alpha. Society says, oh, you need to be the alpha. But also if he's just throwing himself a pity party and just kind of wallowing and not doing anything about it, that's on him. That's really on him, so. Okay. What do you think, Diana? I agree with Ileana. It's like, you, you know. You have every opportunity to do mm-hmm. exactly what I'm doing, but if you're not trying, I think that's the no biggest one's gonna turnout. No going to do for you. So, the only oh, thing is God.
0: that they come up with excuses as to why they can't do something, or there's always something that's, like, impeding them from trying to move forward. And and, mm-hmm. and I'll give you guys a quick story time
1: after um, we hit a couple points. So what about those guys that think that they can make it in this world with just looking good. Oh, pretty boy
0: syndrome. Yeah, Oof, that's a hundred percent real thing. You want to tell us a little more about that? That's a thing? Yes, pretty
2: boy yeah, syndrome. Yeah,
3: pretty I boy that syndrome that was a thing.
0: I didn't know until
2: like well, two weeks not a ago, boppy, but so
1: like... <laughs> I, 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 I say you're not a boppy. So like, oh, oh so that's
3: that's that's a. That's a, that's a... So that's, I didn't know that. that was a culture thing.
1: That's a thing. No, no, I it's not know. a culture thing, but I'm just saying, like, those pretty boys that, like, they think with their looks, they're going to get everything that they
3: want in life. You've
0: never, like, been called or heard, like, the term, like, pretty boy? Like, he's just, like, a pretty boy. So, I'm
3: not, no, of course, but I don't, I didn't know that that was a syndrome. Like, my fraternity is filled with those, so it's, like, I <laughs> oh can't. my God, so so I, like, I, more I, opportunities
2: presented because of just I his never, looks.
3: I never, I thought that was a woman thing to be honest I think we're going to get into that too? I thought that that, that was a woman thing because of social media. So what we're trying to get at is that like- I didn't know that that, that was like, a man thing. So I didn't
0: know that. what we came up with or what we have seen from our experience mm-hmm. is that we, ha- we see men who like, you know, on the exterior, they're flashy. And they have this, they have that. They make it seem that they're well put together on the outside. But if you truly get to know them and talk to them, there's echoes in the brain. There's mm. nothing. Oh, there's amazing. no ambition. There's no like go-getting. There's no like type of like- I don't know, like, that just, like, go get a achievement. there's... There's just echoes in the brain. So I feel like a lot of women are okay with just having a boyfriend who looks pretty good on the outside and makes it seem that on the outside their life is well put together. But when they go back home, it's... Echo brain and echo brain she's, giving she's absolutely nothing. She's at home changing nothing. his diaper. Like, so that's what we were trying to get at like as to like I pretty never, boy syndrome. I never knew that that's that was a thing. a thing.
1: And let me tell you, there are women who are okay with that. If you're okay with financially taking care of a man... <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. If you're okay with doing all of that behind closed doors just because you want the look, you want the display, like, oh, my man look good as hell... That is on useless, And I also, I also feel like women are okay
0: with that because then they feel like they have control over their man. Just be like, you know, I'm the breadwinner. I'm the one that's taking care of you. I'm the one that's providing this. I'm the one that's providing that. You're just a pretty I face. I hate that. I don't want to control people. Okay. No, trust me. I that's have seen point. that. And I feel like women are okay with that because obviously, like, you know, you want the alpha woman or the alpha man, but that that man is a boy. And you're dealing with a woman who has their shit together. But it's like, I guess my question is, what drives a woman... To be complacent with that,
2: <clears throat> I think drops Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- <laughs> I I feel like I'm at a loss for words. Like, first of all, that's absolutely disgusting. I don't want to be anybody's superior, nor do I want a man to be my superior. Right, we are two equals, and I think you said it best before. Yeah. Like, you both should compliment each other. Absolutely. So I feel like your looks can't buy you shit. Like, I um. I've been on like dating apps before mm. and it's sometimes I'm just on it for laughs because you see people posting like themselves behind <laughs> like an expensive ass car or just them flashing. <gasps> I hate like that. super flashy. Showing like, the belt. Like, like and then you just see them like showing all their abs and everything and I'm just like, You're I a corn. Like you're a corn, <laughs> like like, I don't think that's impressive <laughs> at all. And I'm just like, X, X, you don't know how many people I come across. Sweet, and it got sweet. to the point where yesterday I was just, I had it. Like, somebody struck a nerve, and I was tired of seeing the same thing over again. I deleted the app.
3: <laughs> I she did it yesterday. I can't. Like, Get there's so here. many
2: corns. <laughs> That's not cute,
3: but anyways, <laughs> I'm not yeah. mad at that. I get it. I thought the pretty boy syndrome was more in terms of getting a girl, like because yeah, they of do his... this
2: in an effort to get yeah. a girl. But
3: y'all saying everything in life, like they just think because they yes. look good, they could walk that, in and one get a job. Things. All of that. I didn't know that. That was the, the the aspect of grabbing the woman. I didn't know that. Like. I do know dudes that just that think they're the prize because they got the good beard, they're six foot, they dark skin, they this, they that, they got the abs, they athletic build, like they're the best. Like there's a such thing as the perfect male specimen. Mm-hmm. Like there is a thing. Like we know we know, we know what the. I'm not saying look wise, but I'm saying the height, like we, the height, the good, the good hair, the good teeth, like the good skin, like that is of course everybody wants the a really good looking person. Like a Michael B. Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the Oof, beautiful. <laughs> See, look,
1: look, look
3: at her face. <laughs> look, at her, look at her face. That's like the perfect... I didn't know that there were men out there that actually go out into the corporate worlds and the... the I have co- a story for y'all. Colleges and all of that. I didn't know that. Shame on You, me,
1: me and you both.
3: So let's hear the story. No,
1: shame on me. So, <laughs> at my previous job, I was in a position where I was able to hire people, right? Um, so I had interviewed these two guys to be, like, text, whatever. Um... And I literally pushed their interview forward. They were good. They did good on their interview. But, like, I literally pushed it forward because I was like, hmm, he's handsome. Ooh. And in my head, I'm like, he will be a good look for the clients. They would mm-hmm. like him. He's charming. But, like, his technical skills were probably not completely up to par with what the position was going to fulfill. You know what I mean? Mm. But I was like, you know what? He
3: he could, he could you know. Like, come. he
2: could learn. He could grow within the learn. position. Yeah, this is the problem. hmm
1: you enabled we're not it. not saying that. G- you Gilles enabled
3: is, is in, You're destined to enable it. Yeah, that
1: is oh,
2: stereotype just letting you know
1: that that's a thing because he was a pretty boy in my eyes. I was like, you know what? Hey, you're moving on to the next interview. I really liked you. You're really experienced, which was BS because he was like an entry level. And I passed him to the next interview because I thought his charisma and like his charm, his smile, I was like, he'll be good for this company. I ain't shit, but we're going
3: to move on. But you You're can not. find somebody that has all of that, no? You can find the, the pretty boy that also is good at yeah, what he does, Yeah, but his resume right? just
1: fell on my lap, and I was like, you know what? Let's go with it. Actually, I did that twice, but anyways.
3: Wow. D- they didn't and they were it. friends. They what? Wow. Whoa, wow. It's always someone
0: knows leave someone. It to Julie. Yes, leave it to Julie.
2: Every time. <laughs> this
1: isn't about me right now. <laughs> Every
2: time. But now that you've mentioned experiencing that, have you ever experienced anything like that, Dirty?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so why are you coming for me? <laughs> I, you came for yourself. Enabler 2.0. Let's <laughs> go. Let's not. hear it. Okay, so
0: I was, a couple years ago, I was dealing with a man. I'll call him a man because, you know, just for the sake of the conversation. Um, he definitely had a, the exterior of like mm-hmm. a pretty boy. He was, beautiful. Oh, he
1: was so beautiful. Men can
0: be beautiful. He was, he was very beautiful. Very beautiful.
3: <laughs> I but
1: I, as I got
0: to know him and as I, as he's gotten to know me, We were completely on different, like, just different levels. He was down here and I was up here. And not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, again, there was echoes in this man's brain. Because he tried to portray himself as someone who, and the exterior, tried to portray himself as being, like, successful, having a good car, having the good sneakers, you know, up to date with everything. But he was 10 years older than me and still living with his mom's. He literally was not in the place where I would want him to be. And he always looked up to me and always said, oh, yeah, like, you know, you you have things going on for yourself. Like, I don't know why you're trying. He told me, I don't know why you're trying to stay complacent in something. He, and I'm just, yes. He told you that? Yeah. The audacity. I, but he's living like, with his mother. Exactly. And I'm just like, I don't know if you're trying to mean that in a good way or in a bad way. And then I t- humbled him because there was a point where he came to my house and I didn't know he was outside because he didn't even have money to pay his phone bill. And I was just like, you really want to, you want to get humbled? Let's go to AT&T right now and I'll pay your freaking phone bill. <gasps> and I did.
1: Mm-hmm. you stupid
0: oh my God. I, I did <laughs> no because like you want to tell me that. I was like okay that's I've fine you want to you want to come you wanna, and it wasn't I want. I don't want to say it was something bad I, you know I, I'm trying to say everything as a, le- as a learning lesson but like you know just knowing the fact that he was a pretty boy on the outside and the inside mm-hmm. he had absolutely nothing going for himself and he was deflecting those insecurities onto me
1: mm-hmm. I'm
0: gonna get my lick back
1: here you and go. Like, <laughs> one thing about
0: Diana. She's gonna get her look back. And I did. And like you know, we stopped talking for <laughs>
1: other reasons, which I'm not gonna get into. You but... paid his phone bill, and then you guys didn't talk. Girl,
0: there was much <laughs>
2: more. That's for funny.
1: Make it make sense. <laughs> but I do
2: hope he's listening to this episode because this is dedicated to you. <laughs> I do. Yeah.
0: So I guess like just, I feel like knowing the fact that he was intimidated or jealous or whatever negative emotion that he felt towards me. I feel like it just comes to show that there are men out there who really portray someone who they're not to try to impress mm. someone who they know they can't get. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whew. Drops mic again.
1: Jesus, Diana. Looks can't buy All right, everything. let's flip it real quick. So <laughs> Glenn could give us some ammo. <laughs> let's talk about pretty girl privilege.
3: Pretty girl privilege. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's, a thing. that's a thing. I feel
1: like... Thank
3: you. It's 100%. A Thank thing. you.
1: Yeah, it is a
2: thing. We We've see honest... that we see that more frequently than on well, yeah, these social
3: silly. media is like So oh. because, because men are visual. Yes. That, that women aren't that's the difference in life is that women aren't visual. Men are visual creatures like they
1: sexualize everything. We
3: sexualize we sexualize mostly everything. Like you know what I mean? Now the issue with it is is if you're going into relationships because of that person's looks and her and her looks only or his looks and his looks only. But men are visual creatures. The first thing that we realize is how a woman looks. So pretty girl syndrome is a 100% a thing. It, it's it's probably, they rap about it. Like, it's, it's that open. Like, when you hear a rapper talk about pretty boy syndrome.
1: Never. You know what I'm
3: saying? Soulja <laughs> Boy had pretty boy swag, but that was just it. Like, you know, there's certain songs like that. Um, but women, the women rappers actually, like, authorize it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're out there telling them, you know your body can get you this; it can get you that, and that—that's really what is happening now. And it's—it's it's not a bad thing, I guess, because if if a man wants that, then that's what he—that's what he wants. Like I'm not going to tell another man what he wants. I don't want a woman that's having pretty girl syndrome. No, mm-hmm. like I want—I'm gonna take care of you, but I want you to know that like you have to earn the aspect of being taken care of, of mm-hmm. course. But there's some men out there that's just gonna take care of a woman because they want to walk into the club. And she looks just as she looks. She's the best looking one in the club. Yes.
1: Men, oh. are, men are in
3: competition with other men all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Men, yes. men compete with each other on everything. On everything. And it's not. It's it's kind of. It's it's ego. Male ego is bad. Like it's really, really bad. But male ego is also what causes pretty girl syndrome a lot. Is because then if you really think about it women don't oftentimes like have beef or inter- altercations with each other it's always a man on the forefront of that altercation mm-hmm. because subconsciously men put men drive women against each other by accident i don't think men do it on purpose but they do do it by accident by sub subs- like if you go on instagram and he's liking all of this that's what his mind is saying is his typical view of beauty you know what i'm saying so a woman now is like, well, I don't, I know I don't look like that. So now let me try. You're to You're building do what our I securities now, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a man by act. That's not, and it's not. It's it's unfortunate, but it's not like men are just like I said. We're just visual creatures. We don't. We're not doing it on purpose. It's not like a purposeful thing. But the older I get, the more I understand that. You know what I mean? So pretty girl syndrome is really driven by men. Men drive pretty girl syndrome because. If every man was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna do nothing for a girl, nothing for you, just because you look good,"
2: you're just dropping gems yeah, today. Uh, nah. that's fire. I yeah. never, I never
3: would have yeah, thought. Nah, it's, it's it's older though. It's it's. I didn't think like this, and I was five years ago when I was outside. You hit thirty,
1: and everything just yeah. Makes everything you just starting to hit. I yeah, everything that. just makes more <laughs> sense
3: now at thirty. Well, we we mature later than y'all though. That's why though. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. and I feel like
1: sometimes a man will settle for a pretty face and call that success, right? Like, oh, that's bad. It, it's true. But it's so, true. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't she could here. be the most shallow girl ever, like, mm-hmm. sits on her ass, does nothing. She was blessed with a bomb ass body, doesn't have to work out. And he's like, Yeah, like, that's my woman. And she has nothing going for herself. That's it's also so
2: disgusting.
1: disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, went, that's so. also disgusting. I wouldn't be able to live with myself and, Oh, yeah, my man does everything for. What?
3: <laughs> yeah, no. Like, especially if she does nothing, though. Like, like if if you're gonna tell me that she has qualities that let's say that let's say I'm super successful right i'm a I'm a multimillionaire. I don't need my woman to work, right? But if she also is just at home literally just spending money, like I'm not saying like I'm not the I'm not the guy that thinks that there's um male duties and woman duties. like there's certain things that men should know more than women. there are certain things that women should know more than men. But I'm not like I'm not gonna ask my girl to go change a tire or fix the plumbing in the house. Of course, Mm -hmm. like if I don't know how to do that, I'm gonna learn how to do that. But there, I'm not that person that's gonna say this is what you do. You go, you go cook, you go clean, you go take care. No, Mm -hmm. because that's my responsibility too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, but that's if she can do something like if if I'm doing everything financially, then at least can you cook or you know what I mean yeah. like can you at least clean can you do something but if there are men out here just settling just for nothing Mm-mm. just for a, I face, feel but like just a face that's crazy to me that's insane I feel like never mind
2: <laughs> I'm too ambitious to ever sit around even if my partner is super successful mm-hmm. financially he can provide everything I would never be content within myself even though I could reap all the benefits, like, I need to do
1: something. There's women I'm, that are like I'm that. such
2: a creative. Like, I, my mind is always running. If I can't act
1: on that... Your mind is always running? It is. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Diana? Spit it out. No, I
0: was going to say, I feel like... I was going to say two things. I feel like, you know, our family back in the day, like, the, the older generation, they yeah. were used to that. They were just used to, like, Stay obviously, home, like, the, the man... The gender roles. Yeah, the man just going out, working or whatever, and the woman just staying home. And, mm-hmm. like, literally, the, the man can be making absolutely millions of dollars... And the woman's like, hey, like, I want to work, but, then, you know, you don't have to work. You know, you just sit home, be pretty. Or he sit, doesn't sit, sit, let her work. Sit your pretty ass at home mm-hmm. and do what you got to do. And it's just like, I feel like, I feel bad, you know, maybe the older generation wanted to do something and they technically weren't. Mm-hmm. And now we're actually doing that. We're representing them. Yeah. yeah. And, and wait, could, sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, and then I also feel like something that he said, like, you know, when, when men go to the club and, you know, they're, they're with someone who literally brings the attention and gets the attention to them. I feel like I see that a lot about, like, in the music industry. A lot. Like, I see, like, a lot of, like, the rappers um, or even, like, women who, like, you know, they, they date the highest celebrity, or they, the highest whatever, and they know, like, the baggage that they bring, but they're willing to accept that baggage for a pretty face.
1: Mm -hmm. and that
0: goes both ways Mm -hmm. exactly so i feel like i see that especially a lot in the shade room like i'm
1: just like really (laughs) and actually there's been times too and i've seen this um, shout out to the shade room oh my god (laughs) (laughs) where a guy will like take someone else's girl let's say you were like once boys and now you're entertaining your boy's ex i've seen that before it's like just for the man to fulfill his ego and be like yo i got your girl now that type of shit like you're willing to mess up a friendship just for you to say you have shorty like Mm -hmm. she must have some gold i'm gonna shut up anyways
0: (laughs) so i actually wanted to uh share a tiktok video that i found because i feel like it just adds on to like the perks about having like pretty face syndrome Y'all want to talk about pretty privilege? I'm seeing a lot of pretty people talking about how pretty privilege isn't real and they don't fucking have it and blah, blah, blah. Shut up. No. You want to talk about pretty privilege? Talk to people who had a glow up. If they were ugly in some kind of way and now they're somewhat attractive or very attractive, whatever, they will tell you pretty privilege is fucking real. Because when you weren't attractive, it was like everything you did was like annoying. Like your presence just like pissed people off. If you asked a question, you were the biggest like irritation of life. But when you're like stereotypically attractive like whatever you get away with so much more people are so much nicer to you it is the realest shit it's beyond me that this is even a fucking conversation let's be fucking for real (laughs) bffr
2: it's like when you have something to offer
0: then the the narrative changes i'm gonna ask a quick little question just quick what has anyone got well the girls i guess has anyone gotten any type of benefits for being a pretty girl (laughs) i mean at the bar yes (laughs)
1: We could. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say is yes okay <laughs> Me too. And I need to go into how or when no
2: no no just click yes or no but I feel like at the bar like that's the easiest place to kind of like reap the benefits
1: sexualizing you <laughs> yeah I,
2: I mean that's true I'm not mad at the free drinks but you don't even drink I don't but it, hello <laughs> at least I was thinking you I'm don't ma- even
1: drink anyway moving it. on damn Diana you could've just let it rot thanks <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's bad funny. We're I always take it see
1: what she just did. <laughs> we're obsessed with the little Uzi song. Every time we're together, that's how
3: I'm I'm a jerk. She's, she's, she's to I was going just see what she's about to dislocate your
1: shoulder. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's quickly move into well, kind of on the same topic of pretty girl privilege. Do you guys think this creates the submissive versus dominant dynamic in a relationship?
2: 100%. That's why I think it's important for the female in the relationship. If she's a quote unquote submissive one, I think it's important for her to have her own bag. Mm. To kind of just show that she's bringing something to the relationship. So you don't have somebody saying, oh, I'm providing this. So you have to do. And yeah,
3: I agree. Yeah, I agree. Because if you sit at home doing anything, how can you how because dominance isn't a look. Dominance is an action. So mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> how can you say that you're dominant? How can you say you're dominant when you do nothing? Exactly. So I agree with you. Like there's, you can't be if you you're very much submissive. But then there's women that you can look at that started off from pretty girl privilege. I got a bag now. Like, what's her name? Um. The, the biggest one I can think of is Moneybag Yo's girlfriend, Ari. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she uh, started She started off as just being a pretty face, dated different dated different celebrities. But now yeah. she's like, she has her own, ba- she has a huge bag. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cardi. Cardi's another one. Like, yeah. Cardi started off, wasn't that good looking, but she, you know. Got she a, hustled. Well, no, Cardi's a bad example because Cardi did, hus- she yeah. she kind of hustled herself into yeah. where our, the position that she didn't. That, that's a bad example, but. It's more so the IG model women. Like mm-hmm. I've never known you to do anything. At least Cardi was rapping. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like and dancing yeah. in the club. Like, but the aspect of like just being pretty didn't, you know, Or distant. being bad. Um, oh. what's her name? Lori Harvey. Like, you know what I mean? Miss like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you
0: know Harvey. Oof.
3: But she getting it though. I ain't mad yeah. at you. Front <laughs> but Harvey. now but now she has a bag now. Like she yeah. started off as just a pretty face, you know, but now she has her own ba- Kim Kardashian, the pretty the Miss pretty, Kim pretty, K. But now she's a multi-billionaire. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's pretty privilege can get you a, a can get you your own bag to an extent, but we let's not act like we know we we know where you we know you came from. Pretty girl privilege, though.
1: So speaking of pretty boy syndrome and pretty girl privilege, what do you get when you mix both of them? Mm. I just love the taste of nothing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's literally it's,
1: what you'll get it it nothing you just hear nothing. <gasps> <gasps> Wait, that's that's literally, literally. what's the calculation you make on the calculator uh, <laughs> if you uh, <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, actually yeah, you try those you, if you do look, look, zero run.
0: divided by zero it's <laughs> error
3: yeah error. that's funny as shit I never knew that you could do it how do you find that out I
1: don't know I've been having too much time on my hands <laughs> <laughs> Nana you just sitting at home
3: I've never doing absolutely
1: nothing <laughs> mm-hmm. just sitting nah, pretty that, that is pretty. true though what do you do when you mix nothing with nothing nothing yeah, yeah. they cancel each other square. out <laughs> nothing squared uh,
3: like what, you about? like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking
1: it's like, about? It's echoes. Mm-mm. Literally, it's echoes e- in the brain. <sighs> like, if you have a guy who's just living off of looks and thinks he's great, and you have a girl who just sits at home looking pretty, like, what do you, what do but you have? But I think
3: eventually their relationship should fall because it's, like, at the end of the day. I feel like I'm they, like might
1: like they competing competing on the superficial. Mm. They probably bond. It's shallow. I the relationship
2: like will always be shallow. They have no doubt to each they other. They bond over the superficial. Mm. No, okay, I think great. they
0: bond because of their ego.
1: They they the, compete against each, each other.
0: other. That's crazy. Eliana
1: just looked at me like
0: <laughs> oh, what?
3: <laughs> like, What do you do? Like like do you explore things together? like so do you think they still do fun things? Or is just everything is, probably is just, just take pictures. I,
0: I,
2: <laughs> I think everything is just shallow. That relationship has no depth. It's not going anywhere.
1: So it's boring.
2: Yeah. I don't it's know. It's boring. I don't know how people settle for that. That could never be me.
1: Nice know. to know Eliana. <laughs> I mean, there's also people who are two good-looking people, and they—they're successful. Absolutely. Yes, but they're both oh, ambitious. Yeah. They have something absolutely. to offer because they're pretty. That wasn't the only thing that got them there. It's right. more than just dead air
2: passing through their heads.
3: <laughs> yeah, because everyone—people <laughs> I mean, pe- like to act like we are—we are aren't. Men are more visual, but women are visual as well. Like let's not just... I'm...
2: we don't sexualize every single thing. Like the no. first thing, you. I don't. <laughs> you don't. I don't. Yeah. I think the first thing that I look for, like granted, I'll I'll see them cool, but I'm not gonna think about oh how are they in bed. I'm not gonna think about like just sexual mm-hmm. things. I'm thinking about like what is he like internally, like right. his mind. Can he have a conversation? Ileana
1: looks at like a man and is like, mm, what is he thinking right now? <laughs> like right. I don't know. I'm not.
3: If the, the only the issue comes about is when you're dating each other strictly for looks. I think that's when the issue is. But to naturally, because the first thing you think about, the first thing you see about somebody is their looks. Like I'm, I'm not gonna address a woman I'm not attracted to.
2: Yes, I, I okay. can't just
3: be in the bar and like if I don't, I can't just walk up to you if I don't find you attractive. And I think that's the same thing for women. But it's like once we get into that, once we get to talking, if you're not providing anything but this pretty ass face. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Like, there's a thousand pretty faces. Like, yes, and that's where men need to be. That's where y'all as women can humble men because a lot of times men think that you the only pretty, the only good looking dude out there. Like, nah, she could go find another you very, very easy. Like, That like, you plus more.
1: Yeah, mm. right.
3: So, yeah, men should be. Men have to be cognizant of that but yeah it's the issue of when you're dating them strictly for their looks like if if, if i was to ask you, like why you date him and all you could keep telling me oh, he looked good his He's his pe- you know what i'm saying his shit is uh, 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 size or whatever he pleases <laughs> me in that like after that it's like
1: okay what what's else? next
3: what's next like and then i'm gonna look at you as a friend like wow like your relationship like you have no you you're not gonna have fun after five years maybe mm-hmm. five years max i give you three what,
2: but, what happens when they get that's... old are you still gonna be attracted to that same what pretty face? What happens if
1: one gets fat? Exactly.
3: That too. And anyway. you leave them. you mm-hmm. leave them because you're right. not there for that. The the wrong you there for the wrong reasons.
1: You have nothing to fall back on. Absolutely. I hope y'all listening, <coughs> men. Anyways, let's move on. Um, Glenn, we're coming for you again. I love it. <laughs> what feeling does a man get when he has dominance over his woman? Not saying you've ever mm. been like this, but like I'm sure you've encountered men that are What's like f- this
3: Oh no nah, i've been like that oh like when i'm the dominant one in the relationship Yeah, like
1: what is how does that make you feel does it bring you a high It
3: brings you an all-time high especially when she's embracive of you being the dominant oh
1: one. hell no
3: that no when i'm not saying that she's i'm not saying that, that she's a submissive doing her, her. while doing that I'm she's not, just she's giving you praise while, she's submissive while embracing that i am the dominant figure in the relationship She's still going to work. She's still doing her thing. She still got her ambitions. She still wants to teach step or she wants to do whatever she wants to do. But she looks at you like, wow, like you take good care of me. As a a man, your ego waking up in the morning. And she just laying next to you and she just like falls into your shoulder or to your back because she you because basically that's the subconscious message. Like, I'm you're carrying me absolutely that feels amazing but you're not the difference is is that men i think that i think the issue that women have don't my women friends that i've sp- spoken to about stuff like that is a man can get carried away with it mm. like when his ego gets, will blow up yeah now his ego is blown up but you know what i mean but when she but as a as me when i since i've been dominant in most of my relationships it's like, yeah, this is fire because it's like you. I'm you're you're still doing you like you know working and stuff like that. But you let me embrace that alpha male in me. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, the issue I've seen it in relationships: the woman doesn't allow the man to, like, embrace that, which brings now his ego is driven down. The male ego is everything. Ugh. Our ego is everything.
1: Man's ego. A actually, man's
3: ego is literally his. Literally. is his existence. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's his
0: kryptonite. Yeah,
3: like that's it exactly. If his ego is trash, his he's going to be bad. If he if he's not dominant or if he's not secure, now if he's not secure, if his ego is low, is he he's gonna it's gonna be a bad relationship. So as a man, I'm I'm letting y'all know, like Julie wanted. To, oh, oh you see her just now but you <laughs> but and le- I'm gonna tell you why I said that let your man embrace his dominant if he deserves it like if he deserves it let him take let him be that man and you're going to get a 10 times better man like if he's gonna be better than what you expect
1: so I have and I I feel like you just spoke right to me but like indirectly so my friends know I'm very dominant right with my friends with my relationships mm-hmm. I feel like I don't allow men to be dominant and I only say that because for one I'm a very alpha female and mm-hmm. I like to be in control of everything and very independent. So what happens when you have a man who is trying to be very dominant and take care of you and stuff but the woman doesn't let you? Because I feel like I do not let a man do that.
0: I feel like it depends on... I. Okay, I feel like it depends on the context. So mm-hmm. if, for example, if I know that I'm not making a lot like my man is, like financially, and he brings it out to my face, like, oh, like, I'm supporting this, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. That right there is the quickest way to tick me the hell off. And I will literally, you want to make more financially, that's fine. But I'm going to bring you down egoistically. Like, you're not going to do that to me at all. And I feel like some people... Some men are so, they... they They're they quick to throw it in yeah, your face. Yeah, and they get high off of that. Like, they get high off being like, you know, I'm the breadwinner. I'm making more than, uh, than you, whether you're successful or ambitious or whatever it is. Like, I don't like the fact that men are so comfortable in doing that with women mm-hmm. and bringing them down with that. Because at the end of the day, the reason why you're the way that you are is because of me. Because of me. Mm-hmm. Because of me. So, sit down, <laughs> kiss my little hand, <laughs> tell me you're sorry, and call it a day.
3: No, it- <laughs> Jalissa was there at my birthday. My, my ex at the time was at my birthday. And I literally said out loud, I'm not 30 without, I'm not who I am at 30 without you. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a, and, and that's, a, and that's like- a real thing. Like, she, but, but, but again, she had in that relationship, she had to learn how to allow, because she's like Jalissa, she's super like, I'm alpha, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm doing what I want to do. This is how we should do things. But when she learned how to embrace me being dominant, it made our relationship better. Like, did it fall for other things? Yes. But the aspect of me waking up on a high, absolutely. She yeah. brought that out of me. But she also... a woman. a lot of times after Jalissa, have, they have to <laughs> learn to allow him to, like, embrace his dominance. And when she allowed me to embrace my dominance... At that point is when it you know the relationship it was like ten times better.
0: Yeah, see that's hard for me to. I do. have a question.
3: Y'all, y'all Very hard. If again, it's if he deserves it. It's it always comes down to it. You, I'm not telling you to go let a every man be dominant over you, no, but you have to allow you. He, Some
1: men don't know how to be. If yeah. he proves
3: it though, like I, if he proves it for sure. What
2: so, question again? for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you're saying in your relationships you've been the dominant one, mm-hmm. and you've spoken about other men. Um. But in your case, if roles were reversed and your woman was the dominant one, would you still feel the same? Would you still feel that high and be just as supportive as she is at your highest? I don't think so. Okay. I wanna hear I more it's about so. ego.
3: It's the ego. I 'cause because I can all every situation that I've known and every man that I know that wasn't dominant in his relationship, he was somewhat not depressed but he just wasn't he would not like he's not charismatic he's not outgoing he's not like his chest isn't pumped up he doesn't want to go do this he doesn't want to go do that he rather soak in it so I, I think a male's ego is hard to embrace when he's because to me dominance isn't driven by financials it's driven by actions so yeah like you can make less than you're a woman but still be the dominant person in the relationship because I can teach you a lot, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And if I could teach you a lot, and I'm, st- and you know that I'm trying to be somebody, then I will hope that m- me as the person would allow her to still live in her dominance, without making her feel like I'm a burden. Like you ever see the show in- Insecure? I
1: have not. I know. have.
3: You know, the first season that's yeah. what that's what that was about. Lawrence was a tech dude, but he worked at Best Buy for three years, and she was the she wasn't she didn't mm-hmm. have the best job either, but. She had at least a plan to be someone and she got right. to her plan. But the relationship fell because he just sat on his ass. You know what I mean? on oh, so, the couch. On the couch. For three <laughs> like what is it like? Like three years almost like. Yeah, it was like, like, three, it was years, like yeah. three years. And she was just like, Yo, I'm out. She got sick of the shit. She got sick of the shit. So. And of
1: course down the line, he was super successful. And she's like, Hey Lawrence, how you been? Yeah,
3: right. The, he finally got but again, that's three years is a long ass time, you yeah. know. Like we time leaks for nobody. So Agreed. Uh I don't it's hard for me to answer that unless I was there, but I think... Me, <laughs> you, would you, know, I would you would hope. I will hope, but I if I had to give you an answer, then it's straight up, nah, and I don't think so. And I'm being honest because I know what a male ego is.
0: Of course.
2: Yeah. But still, the fact that you say that you would hope that you'd be okay if that were the situation, I think that counts for something. It gives us a chance. <laughs>
3: Like two alphas could two alpha uh, alpha they male and be- alpha female can't coexist. Yeah,
2: and it's kind of like what you said before. It's kind of just knowing where to fit. Yes, yeah, like just knowing where to fit balancing in, balancing each other
1: out. Wow. Uh, yeah, I have some things to learn or unlearn <laughs> rather. I took hella notes. It's all in here. <laughs> but I think this is a good way to close this episode out. Um, any last minute comments? Before we thank Glenn for being here. No, Glenn, I, you were absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, I knew no, this no, was, was a perfect fit. You definitely appreciate picked it. our brain at I know. 11 uh, no, in the morning. This that. was amazing.
0: Honestly, you were great. Thank you. You were great. Me, you and, great. Great. We'll
3: me, me, me and Julie had conversations about like each of our relationships. I, I, yeah. I know why she... You we kind of I mean?
1: went through the same things we at, went, the same yeah, at the same time.
3: <laughs> at the same exact time. That's so, great. And us
1: being kind of in the same position while our ex-partners were exactly so So, but no i I, I, (laughs) diana stop
3: i i absolutely do appreciate the invite of course, um, and definitely this, more this collabs going forward. This is super forward. cool. This is super dope.
0: And also, guys, if you didn't know, um, he also does have his own podcast. From no we're not seeing that. <laughs> oh
1: shit!
3: you can plug it in now at this point. Hopefully, hopefully, my podcast partner will get it together. Maybe this would be like a thing to like <laughs> right, pick I, it back oh, up. Absolutely. Oh, so that's from the chair <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
0: wait so then should i introduce no her?
3: no when? it's cool it's it's cool it's from the chair podcast you uh, hopefully that we get our shit together i hope
2: so but you was, guys do have one season out
3: we do have a whole season out um 12 episodes it took us it took us six months to do it 12 was funny episodes. though honestly it was a but good pick back
1: up you're jo- we're gonna a collab, collab.
3: And that would be funny
1: oh my god thank you everyone and guys we will find out how the cookie fumbles Peace and out. Bye, everyone. Bye.